and welcome to the Happiness Safari podcast. My name is Nadine. I'm here to guide people to connect to who they really are through yoga and coaching so that they don't feel lost and lonely anymore, but are empowered to live the life of their dreams. And the Happiness Safari podcast is here to inspire you through stories from incredible people. Today I talked to Marina from Germany. She started to work with and for people from the age of 18. First as a night watch in a group home for mentally ill people. That's when she knew it was what she wanted to do and started to dig deeper into this profession. She learned and is still learning as much as she can in various fields as psychology, social education, systemic work, different methods, interventions, personal development and spirituality. This was also the beginning of healing herself and understanding why she never felt enough or worthy. She studied social pedagogy and worked in this profession in different areas for over 15 years with chronicle mentally ill people, younger people in a foster home in Vancouver in Canada, with people who had cancer, helping them through coaching and mental training, young offenders with a criminal history, people who needed professional rehabilitation, and also in care for the elderly. We are speaking about how it affected her as a child when her father left the family when she was five years old, and how forgiveness helped her to cope after he passed away when she was only 21. Marina also shares very openly her experience suffering from bulimia for over 10 years from the age of 15 till 27. She talks about how you hurt people around you if you're hurting yourself. From today's episode you will learn how to let go of self-doubts, how to change self-destructive patterns, why you should always ask for help. If you want to change, you can. How to forgive, how to change negative beliefs and why you are enough. I really hope uh, you will take away a lot from this episode, maybe take notes, she's sharing a lot of tools and insights, and I really hope you enjoy this episode. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Happiness Safari podcast, and today I'm so happy to speak to Marina, and Marina and I, we met in Portugal almost two years ago, and we did a crazy online seminar with Tony Robbins together, Date with Destiny, and uh, yeah, that itself was a crazy experience we have to talk about, <laughs> but uh, yeah, today I want to talk to you about, about happiness and your journey, and also what you do to, to help other people um, to yeah live their their dream life and how are you today hi nadine thank you so much for having me i'm fantastic thank you how about you very good very good yeah <laughs> just that we're both in germany at the moment and yes. it's a nice hot summer oh yeah and luckily for us it's uh, still pretty pretty nice uh, mm -hmm. yeah, in other areas it's uh yeah a little bit more difficult but we are quite quite lucky where we are yeah yes so yeah, should we just dive in and you can start where you would like to start, but where would you say did your own happiness journey started? All right. So I think my happiness journey starts when I was 18 years old. Um, at that time, I really felt lost on earth and hit rock bottom. Um, I suffered uh, from bulimia at this time and I really had bad, bad self-doubts. Well, um, my dad left me and my family when I was five. Well, he comes back later when I was 15. 
But as a little girl, I always thought that he was leaving the family because of me. I was thinking that I was not enough. I was thinking that I was not worthy. And of course, now I know um, that this was not the reason and the truth. But um, yeah, because my, the worth of us is never depending on someone else's opinion, because every one of us is enough and worthy. But at that time, it was I didn't have that connection to me and uh, maybe the knowledge to, to know this. And yeah, at 18, I started to work uh, with people. Um, I worked in a group home for mentally ill people. And this was really the turning point for me. Um, it was the first time for me to learn about psychology and why people behave like they do. And yeah, I also start to study a social pedagogy, social work. Yeah. And yes, since then, I really know um, that this is what I want to do. I started to dig deeper in this profession. I learned and still learn <laughs> as much as I could and can uh, in various subjects uh, like psychology, social education, systemic work, um, different methods, interventions, of course, personal development and also in the spiritual area. Yeah, and I think this was the beginning to heal myself and to understand why I felt the way I did mm. earlier on. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, thank you first for sharing. And I think there are two very important points I want to come back to. Mm -hmm. I mean, one is, I guess you're the first um, person on the podcast who's mentioning bulimia. So definitely would like to know what you actually did to yeah, overcome that. Mm -hmm. because, uh, yeah, and I know that actually many people, mostly girls are suffering from that and that it's a topic I guess also a little bit ignored sometimes by society mm -hmm. because you feel you cannot really talk to people and tell them and it's so obvious sometimes yes. because if you're you know really really skinny but then I don't I think I'm, I'm assuming when you're actually experiencing it yourself you're not so so aware of yourself yeah mm -hmm. okay so um well of course I had some sessions with a therapist um later on I think it was about 27 28 and I also start to really get my knowledge from books. I read so much about this uh, theme. And yeah, it was a much, much about self-reflection. And I think I started to have bulimia at, uh, I think it was, I was 15 when I started with it. Um, because uh, it was the only way to control myself because no, other things didn't work that much out like I wanted to do because my father left, my mom had depression and stuff like that. And this was the only thing I had control over. Mm. So I think this was the, the reason why I started it. But I also recognize that it was a really good um, thing for me to meet my needs. I, I know it because of the uh, Robbins Madonna's training. Um, you, I'm also a life coach. And this was the turning point for me to really understand why I did that. I think um, I bulimia helped me to connect with myself. I know it sounds weird maybe to to, to get it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I I felt myself that way better when, when I did it. And, mm -hmm. and when I had this, um, when I, yeah. And also certainty. This was also a point for me. I, I knew that I, I know what to do and I did it 
almost every day, I think. So it was, uh, yeah, it was a really crazy time. And it took a long time to get over it, to be honest. I think I had it over 10 years. Wow. So I had to work on me. I had to change my patterns, my old patterns. I have to understand and why why I had them and then to get more supportive patterns in my daily life. Yeah. Yeah, step by step. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but did that come from yourself? Was it, you know, your own motivation to yes. change? So nobody tried to push you or force you or tell you, you know, do something or No, it was it was from myself, from okay. really from my inside out because I really knew that I had to overcome it to yeah, to go further and to yeah, mm. more developing my my personal life yeah but was there a point um I guess when you made the decision that you wanted to change something about it was there a period before where you you know were just maybe not even sure what you were doing or where you were not sure why you were doing it or where you didn't think that it was actually dangerous or you know yeah sure yeah, yeah um, I think the, the point was when my brother found out that I had uh, bulimia And it was on Christmas Day, if I remember it right. And he just found it out and was really shocked. And I was so ashamed of myself. Mm. And this was the first time I really looked at myself. What am I doing to me, to my body, to my mind and to my family? Mm. And this was the turning point. And then I was like, okay, I have enough. I need to change. And then uh, I find somebody who helped me. And then, yeah. Then I help myself mm. <laughs> with hard work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I know. And then you said you had it for 10 years. So it's a slow and long yes. process. But yes. was there, because Tony Robbins also always says, like, you are like a decision or your life changes, you know, in a second. Mm -hmm. But it takes obviously time to yes. get there. But was there one moment where you would say that's where it really changed? Uh, to be honest, there was it was a slow way, a slow long way. Mm -hmm. There was not that moment that changed everything because, uh, well, I I was good for weeks, and then if something I had some pressure in my life or something, I felt back in old patterns. Mm -hmm. So I always have to remind me, okay, I want to stop it. What what can I do? What is supporting me? What is more healthy for me and my body? Mm -hmm. So I didn't have that point where I can say um, that everything changed to be honest mm. but in other areas I have <laughs> yeah okay very good very good um, okay then one more question to that topic I mean what would you say or maybe two is the the one thing that helped you the most was that I think self-love mm. self-love was um, and forgiveness for me also for my dad because he left the family mm. um yeah that that's that's the the, the thing i always um, i'm also doing meditation and stuff in the morning mm. so i always need to connect to with me and myself uh, in a good way and that's like really to love myself the way i am and i'm good as i am mm. yeah yeah And you are. <laughs> Thank you. You too. <laughs> you all are. So everybody is yes. listening. And uh, that's an important message I think we have to hear and tell ourselves all the time yeah. because we forget so easily. And mm -hmm. I mean, especially I can imagine. I mean, thank 
God, I didn't suffer from bulimia, but I remember also that, I mean, just being a teenager. And I mean, my father and my mother, I mean, they got divorced when I was a baby. So he didn't really leave, but still, you know, I know that I had this feeling of um, being um, abandoned by, you know, like him. So because I never had him in my life. And I know as a teenager, it was just difficult in general to cope um, because you just have no idea about all your emotions and things going on and you're developing so fast and everything is changing. And I don't think that in the past or I don't know now, but really teachers are supportive and I didn't um, have like all the siblings around kind of helping me through that. And I think my my mother also didn't really know how to, to deal with me when I was young. So I remember it was just in general, like a very difficult time. I mean, yeah. to be a teenager is just tough it is yes it's a crazy time it's a crazy time (laughs) wow okay what would be the one suggestion you would give to people who are actually suffering from from bulimia or maybe a similar disease and they want to change something well I think my first suggestion is that really to look at yourself and it's okay if you have bulimia you are not less worthy or something or you are not enough really stop that (laughs) self-doubting but if you want to change you can always get some help it doesn't matter if it's a therapist or if it's a good friend but I think the first point is to talk about it to somebody else Mm. and to maybe yeah to ask for help yeah and yeah I think that's that's the first step yeah yeah very good and I think that goes for everything anyways. Right? Yes. But yeah, yes. asking for help is really Yeah. Really but sometimes important. it's tough because you're ashamed of your behavior mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, nobody else has this and I'm not normal and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's really okay if you have it. But you can change. That's the good point. If you want to change, you can. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I guess we both experience that, right? And in many yes. different ways, you can change basically everything. And then you explore and discover new, maybe negative beliefs, but maybe they're not affecting your life so much, but in mm-hmm. a way. And it's about to, yeah, also yeah. erase these layers and maybe find help in different ways in, in your life and different yes. stages for, for mm-hmm. different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, very good. And uh, yeah, and then what happened? What happened next? Well, what happened next? I think um, my dad died when I was 21 and we started to get a connection. He came back to our family when I was 15. Well, he was not with my mom, but we started to have phone calls and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But it was really hard to get a deep connection with him. We never had that. Mm -hmm. And then he died uh, when I was 21 and he had cancer. And the point for me was, um, it really hits me because um, I had no chance to say goodbye to him. So this was something I really struggled with because I really wanted to talk to him and say so many things. I had no chance to, to, to say him. We never spoke about his absence in my childhood and stuff like that. And now it was too late. Mm. Um, so... Um, Well, but after a while, I decided to forgive him. And that's the point. I forgive him that he was leaving and that he had a decision to leave our family. I mean, he also struggled with many things in his life. And I never mentioned that. So, yeah, I was like, okay, 
maybe he had some reasons to 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 make this decision and leave us, but it was not because of me. Mm. And um, yeah, then I wrote him a long letter, and it was the first time I really get all my emotions in it, and this was the first time I really felt free. Yeah, in my heart. Yeah. Wow. This was yeah. important to do for me. Yeah, forgiveness is very, very powerful. Yeah, and I love to say that. I mean, that saying like, you don't forgive somebody for the other person, but you do forgive for yourself to right. free yourself, right? Yes. And um, yeah, it's like, or you are wearing forgiveness as like a backpack, and you are carrying the weight, and you can just put it down, and then yes. it, you know, like it frees you. To forgive someone and so it's not that the other person is carrying it but you are carrying it actually yeah. it's yeah. a totally game changer if you understand that that's that's really yeah yeah <laughs> so important for everybody for us yeah okay so that's mm -hmm. the the second big <laughs> recommendation <Yes>. you would <laughs> give to people is to mm -hmm. forgive yeah yeah and did you start by forgiving your dad or forgiving yourself well i think it will i started with myself because I'm more connected to me than with him. And as I had the better connection to myself, I I, I think then I started to, to forgive him. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But I think all starts with, with, with yourself. In yeah. Your <laughs> yeah. And how did you, do you remember how you forgave yourself? Did you write yourself a letter too? Or did you? Well, I'm, I'm writing diaries since ever. So that's, that's also maybe a suggestion for everybody to write your thoughts down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think, yeah, that's, that's, for me, it's very important. So I can make things clear what's going up in my mind. And um, I was, I also started to um, write things down like, For what am I thankful to go and in, in the in the yeah to be thankful is is also a deep deep game changer mm -hmm. and to see what you already have in your life and what you can, are so lucky to have yeah 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 definitely couldn't agree more <laughs> <laughs> um, very good and then I feel there's more to the story <laughs> because then I want to know how you get into coaching or what yeah well. Um, Step by step, I would say. I mean, I as I said, um, I started to work with people when I was 18, studied social work, and then I really felt this is what I want to do. I really want to help other people to get to their power and to their potential. And then I also started to um, do the life coaching. Um, I started, uh, I think, one and a half years ago with that. Mm -hmm. And this is really... For me, it's so the best thing I can do, to be honest, to, to see <laughs> the change and to help people mm -hmm. to, to change and uh, get more into their selves. And it's for me, it's like going home, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And, um, yeah, also Anthony Robbins um, and his work has such a deep influence for my personal, but also for my professional life. Yeah. Yeah. I think the way he works and coaches people is so empowering. Yeah. 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 It definitely is. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So it's really my fulfillment. And I love to do my part to make this world a better place. Mm. (laughs) Very nice. Mm. Well, what do you think is um, the biggest thing in your work? Because you started when you were 18 and then saying you worked with um, mentally um, ill people Mm -hmm. and uh, like studying social work, but working with so many people, like it's um, calling it in therapy and, and coaching. Like what is the biggest I guess, issue with people, what is holding people back? I think self-doubt mm. is one of the issue mm. from all of us. Yeah, doesn't matter how old you are or what, what you achieved in your life. I think many of us, we still have, I also have self-doubts. Mm. But right now I know more how to work with them and uh, listen to them, what they want to tell me and then to change them. Mm. I think it's normal to have them, but yeah, you know, um, you need some good stuff to work with them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how do you work with them? What would you do? What would be the first step? Well, meditation is one step for me, Mm. just to calm down and not to really just to look at my thoughts. And yeah, I think that's just to look at them and no judgment about them. Just look what's com- coming up in my mind and then to write them down is the second step for me. Mm. And then to see and to focus where I want to go and how worthy I am and what I achieved in my life to to see what are my strengths and what can I do to change it mm. to feel better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. So you first identify them or maybe you yeah. find them in a meditation, but yeah, becoming aware of what is mm-hmm. it, what you're actually thinking right. or what is it yeah. what you're doubting mm-hmm. and then finding some, some resources why that's not true. Right. 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 Uh, right, right. Yeah. yeah. For example, mm-hmm. like in the past, if you think you're not good enough, then you have to ask yourself, why am I actually good enough? Like mm-hmm. what, yeah, a good example I have in, in my life that proves that mm-hmm. I am good enough. Right. And then mm-hmm. remind yourself. Yeah. 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 Wow. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Uh, I always ask my guests the same three questions uh, about happiness. And the first one is what does happiness mean to you? Well, that's a good one. (laughs) Um, I think to me, happiness is to believe in myself and to know that life is always happening for me. And It's also a state of mind, of course, and it's a decision. I have to choose to be happy every single day. And um, so when I am happy, I feel good. I'm grateful. I'm in a person, in my personal power and in my balance. And yeah, it's also to be present and to be mindful. Mm. Um, But I think also I have to remind and teach my brain every day. Well, because unfortunately, the normal state of our brain is more in a negative mood. Mm. And it's always looking for danger and to keep us alive. I mean, it's its job since ever. So it's my job to tell him, nope, mm. <laughs> everything is fine. We are not in danger. So let's have a look what is going good. And yeah, what we can be grateful for. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Right. It was a long answer. Sorry. Oh, I like it. <laughs> And uh, what do you do to be happy? I I try to start my day in a good energy, in a good mood. So I have a morning routine, which is 
I really do it every day, most days. Okay, not every day. I try to do it every day, but sometimes, you know, life is happening. Mm. <laughs> well, um, if I can do it, I um, try to stay up early. Then I drink a glass of water with fresh lemon in it. And then I go over to move my body, make some yoga, pilates, or some other movements like functional training or something. And after that, I meditate. And I bring gratefulness in my heart. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, I really love to uh, love to do it because it opens my heart and get my energy in the right level. Yeah. So, yeah. It's so interesting because I have a friend. So mm -hmm. if you're listening, <laughs> he asked me, but everybody of you guys has a morning routine. And he was <laughs> making fun. Like, do I have to have a morning routine as well? So <laughs> when in your life did you establish your morning routine? Well, um, I mean, it really, it feels so good. If I don't do it, I really miss something. Mm. So that's why I'm like, okay, I have to do it because it's so worthy for me. It's, mm. yeah, it's getting me, my mind and my body and my soul in the right energy I need. Mm. Maybe not everybody needs it. Maybe some people are going up and like, oh my God, I'm in love. I'm in peace. I'm happy. I would be great for me, but normally I'm not in that mood when I stand up. So I have to work for it, to be honest. Mm. So that's why I need it. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe it's not for everybody. So we're all different. True. Very true. <laughs> yeah. But when did you start it? Um, I started it I, Oh, many years ago. I think I was something in my 20s, 21, mm. 20, yeah. And do you remember why or like did you read a book or did you yeah I think I read a book and was like okay maybe I can just try it because normally I just do some sports in the morning but nothing spiritual like meditation or something mm. and then I added in and this was a game changer because I was like oh okay maybe I have all levels of me like body, mind, uh, my body mind and soul together in the same mood same, mm. same energy level yeah mm. very cool but the last question is what was the happiest moment in your life all right so well it's hard to choose to be honest I'm very lucky to say I have so many happy moments in my life um I think one of them was to meet my boyfriend and my partner and we started to have the best relationship I can ever imagine. Um, but also, yeah, I think attending the seminar Unleash the Power Within from Anthony Robbins. I moved to um, Florida last November and walked over glowing colds. And I think you did that too, Nadine, right? In yeah, the UK. I did. <laughs> this was so crazy, but I really felt so happy after that. Mm. I, I don't know what about you, but was mind-blowing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, yeah. yeah. Mind-blowing is the right word, right? Because, mm -hmm. yeah, he makes you do things. I mean, he does that on every Unleash the Power Within seminar at the end, right? You have to walk, or, or is it, or oh, the second day? Even over I think it's, a, yeah, it's a second day, yeah. Odd calls, yeah, and you don't think you can do it, and then right. you've done it, and like, okay, if I can do that, I can basically do do anything. Yes, that's yeah. the point. Yeah, that's the <laughs> point. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. Yeah, very good. How did you, maybe that's another question, did you get into into Tony Robbins? I, well, that, that's that's a funny story because um, I uh, saw his documentary on Netflix, I'm Not Your Guru. And to be honest, 
I just saw the trailer and I was like, okay, what is going on there? What is this US man doing there on stage? And I was like, okay, I'm, I don't know what to, to think about him. And then I started to, to see the documentary and then I was blown away about his work. Mm. And this was the point I was like, okay, I need to go to his seminar. I need to know what he's doing. I need to learn how to coach like he's coaching. Yeah. yeah and that's, yeah, that was my, <laughs> well, but to, to be honest, first, I was not really, I was not a fan maybe, but mm. then I, if I had the information about him, I still like today, I'm like, oh my God, he is really such a great human being. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's crazy because he is so famous. And I think in the States, lots of people know him because I read his books, like even 40 years ago or something. Yeah. And I do feel, especially in Europe, but in Germany, that people actually came across him through the documentary. So I will put that link in the show notes. And uh, that was also how I found him, mm -hmm. actually. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it's interesting sometimes when I meet people and uh, I ask them, do you know Tony Robbins and they say no and I'm so surprised because I'm like oh my god you know how how is it possible how is it possible <laughs> yes. but uh, yeah I mean of course because there is also you know so much in in this world of personal development and if you didn't really step your foot into this world then it's maybe yeah normal yeah. that you haven't heard about him but yeah if you're curious and you hear the name for the first time then look up the documentary I think that's a good start to get a feel what it is all about and I know when I went to the Unleash the Power Within uh, in London and I took two days off because it was four days over the weekend. Um, I remember that my former boss said, um, did you join a cult? And I was like, no, it's not a cult. <laughs> I was like, I mean, they would make you come back, right? Or some, but it's completely voluntary, obviously. Yes. And, um, and it's not, yeah, I mean, what do you say? brainwashing but it is really just changing your yeah, yeah your your thoughts right, <laughs> your mind, right. in but in a positive way right in a really positive way I mean he, he just show you how much you can do and how much you power you have inside yeah 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 That's, uh, and the funny thing is um my I I <laughs> My boyfriend knew uh, or is knowing uh, Anthony Robbins. And this was the point for me, like, okay, maybe we can figure this out together. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, maybe yeah. we can just quickly dive into that story. So Marina and I actually met because we were in the same, I think, WhatsApp group or uh, somebody mm -hmm. organized uh, the Date with Destiny event. So that's a five-day event of Tony Robbins. And um, that's probably the most intense one because it's literally like, yeah, you're having a date with your destiny, kind of really meeting yourself. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was supposed to be in Germany. And that was during the second lockdown in 2020. And I was in Portugal at that time. And then I said, guys, if we cannot do it in Germany, just come to Portugal. And Marina and other, I think, five crazy people. Yep. <laughs> yeah, three days later to Portugal. And we yeah attended the event. And then it was so funny because it was uh, American time from, I don't know, 10 a.m. until midnight. So for us, it started at 2 p.m. and it ran into uh, until like 5 a.m. in the morning. And we were so jet lagged after this, right? <laughs> yes, it's totally Tony Anthony Robbins jet lag. <laughs> All night, exactly. And we were completely in a different time zone, even though being in, in Portugal. Yeah, we're living in this apartment together and 
and yeah, attending the event and dancing in the living room to really loud music in the middle of the night. <laughs> I just was so, I really love this story to tell other people because it's so mind blowing, really. Yeah. I, I love to, to remember. Yeah, no, it was it was really great experience. It was fun though, and mm -hmm. I didn't really think because yeah, if you attend a, an event, I think it's minimum three thousand people, but the unleashed power within is sometimes ten thousand people or something. Yeah. So it's just crazy. And uh, yeah, doing it at home in the living room, I wasn't really sure, but with six people and then having all the other people on screen, it actually um, yeah was pretty pretty nice in terms of the the energy. And I think yes. we were a nice group supporting each other so, mm -hmm. yeah but he always says right i mean it's um where your your energy your focus goes your energy flows and it's right. a lot about also your body and your physiology and to really feel things so not just sitting on a chair and you know doing exercise and journaling but actually really getting out of your comfort zone and being yeah. super energetic to change your your state and to change your mind and Yeah, to experience that. So I do yeah. like the, the concept. Mm. Yeah, me too. Hi, <laughs> right, good. So yeah, I will share that in the show notes. And then mm -hmm. my last question is, is there any book you read which changed your life? Mm, yeah, I'm, my favorite author is Paolo Coelho. He is mm. from Brazil. I think many of you guys uh, know him. Yeah. Um, if not, you have to read his book. <laughs> books. <laughs> well, I read all of his books, and my all favorite. Of them. Yes, all wow. of them. I all I have him here. Wow. <laughs> I really love them, and I think my favorite one is The Alchemist. Yeah. I think it's also the most popular one. From it's him. the most popular one for sure. Yeah. But tell and... us the the second favorite one because I read just one more, and I also want to read more of him. So I was thinking um, which one. 11 Minutes is also very good. That's the one I read. Oh, okay. Very good. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I mean, there are some like spiritual learnings in the, in his mm -hmm. books and that's why I really love yeah, yeah. to read. Yeah. It's always like you, you feel good and you feel energized after reading. Yeah. yeah and they're all why. like novels. So right. yeah, I love to read mm -hmm. them too, because I was actually thinking that because I'm reading so many um, self-development books and then usually they say, you know, now take notes, now do this exercise. Now you have to, and you actually you're working basically when reading mm -hmm. but it's not really relaxing so I'm also from time to time really craving to just read a novel to just you know lie somewhere on the beach or sit on a train and just read without you know like being jumping so up <laughs> yeah exactly like yeah. having something to do mm -hmm. so yeah that's why I, I do love his books as well yeah it's probably one of my favorite authors as well yeah. so I put that in the show notes too Perfect. Very good. Is there anything I didn't ask you and you feel you want to share or people should know? Well, I think you asked before, but I think it's important to say, just to say it again, guys, really just love yourself, listen to your heart and you are all enough and worthy. I think that's the most important message for everybody of us every day. And we don't hear it that often. Yeah. 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 Mm. very true oh, I do want to end with this but also I have to ask you one more um, actually tell us what you do now as a as a coach and yeah how people can find you and how you work with people 
Well, uh, right now, um, I like to do one-on-one -on -one coaching, of course. I do it online. And uh, I have a website, of course, but I'm sorry for you guys, but it's in German. <laughs> Maybe I want to change it, but I need some time. And I also have right now our, um, a coaching workshop. Um, it's about self-doubts to resolve them. And I coach people how to get there and how to change, um, to figure out what are your emotions, what are you feeling all the day and how to change it maybe to the better. And also about um, your your self-beliefs about yourself. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And then there are some exercise in it. And, yeah, I try to coach the people to When get is, over uh, them. the workshop? Well, it's uh, online and um, there are some learning um, modules and you go through them. And after that, you have a coaching one-on-one -on -one with me. And then ah. I tell you how you can include the stuff you um, you learned into your, your life. Okay. So it's an yeah. online course, pay or like... Yeah, online. right, right, right. It's on my website. In so German. Okay. Yeah, right. In German right now, but I'm working on it to get it in English. It's okay. <laughs> I, th I think 45% of the audience are Germans. But you okay, guys. perfect. <laughs> you can. <laughs> um, yeah. And otherwise, we have to wait. But yeah, very good. Very cool. So nice talking to you, Marina. Thank you so much for sharing your story and your wisdom. And yeah, this very important message. And I repeat it as well. I mean, just believe in yourself. Don't doubt yourself and know that you're good enough every single day. Tell yourself, <laughs> maybe write it on the mirror or yes. you know, hang a post-it or put it at your background in the phone. And yeah, um, just remember that. Mm. Yeah. And Thank yeah. you so much for having me, Nadine. What's was a Welcome back. Thank you so much for listening until the end of the episode. I hope you find Marina's story also inspiring. And if you want to get in touch with her for one-on-one -on -one coaching or her online course only available in German at the moment, then I will put the links for you in the show notes. And as always, it makes me so happy if you let me know what you take away for yourself and so jump over to my instagram nadine and yoga and comment there under the post of this episode and if you have a friend and you feel it could help that person then please share that episode with them maybe you know someone who suffered or is suffering from bulimia and maybe this could help And yeah, if you're feeling inspired, please leave me a review and share the podcast with your friends because happiness is the only thing that doubles when it's shared. And remember that we are all on this journey, so nobody has figured it out entirely yet. <laughs> so all I want to do with this podcast is to give you tools and ideas and Yeah, stories of people, of uh, different ways to find happiness, to find your purpose. And yeah, I'm on that journey too. But if I can help you with yours, then please get in touch. Um, yeah, just message me. I respond to all the messages. And I'm always happy to have a call where we can figure out if I can help you on your journey. And today I just wanted to share a quote I heard recently. And I think it's so beautiful. So I wanted to share with you. Sometimes when you are in a dark place, you think you have been buried, but actually you have been planted. And I think that's so beautiful. So I just leave it with that. And I wish you a beautiful day, no matter where in the world you are. And remember, you are good enough. You are worthy. 
and I'm so happy that you're here, that you're on this planet, that you exist, and thank you so much for listening. Love and Namaste. Thank you.